Hello out there in podcast line and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight of the film, and we play, play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. I'm Adam. And I'm Maestro. This week, we're watching the 2009 remake of Friday the 13th, because we just passed the actual day of Friday the 13th, May 13th, 2016. Adam hated the only entry in the Friday series <laughs> that he's seen, Jason X. So I thought I'd show him a more realistic rendition of my favorite horror franchise. Realistic. Of realistic of <laughs> of this series. Okay. Because you watch Jason X, which takes place in space. Right. This is more of the traditional sense where there's like a slutty girl and he kills her, and then there's like the, the stoner guy and he yeah. kills him. That it follows the cabin in the woods formula. Well, they, they had all those in the in, in space in some kind of capacity. Yeah. But it's like space and he becomes like J- armored like iron man jason yeah yeah so weird uh this movie was directed by marcus nispel who directed the texas chainsaw massacre remake from 2003 which i actually really like like that one yeah so it's the same guy and it looks the same yes now they mentioned yeah it's very dark and it looks a lot like that one well because it's platinum dunes platinum dunes michael bay's production company that remade horror movies so they did this they did the texas chainsaw massacre one they did the nightmare on elm street one so they were making a lot of horror movies in the Early to mid 2000s. All right. That's why they all look similar. Yeah. And this movie stars Jared P- Padalecki. Daniel- yeah, Sam Winchester. I, uh huh. Yep. The I have him supernatural, supernatural in my, right? in my notes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dan- Danielle Panabaker. Fuck all these names. Amanda Rigetti. <laughs> Travis Van Winkle. Guess who the fuck that is based on that name? Yeah. I, when I saw that name that pop up. That has to be the douchebag Absolutely. blonde guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. I saw the name pop up. I'm like, oh, you can have a name like that in, in the opening <laughs> credits of a horror movie. Uh huh. It's just, it's a comedy name. Yeah. Uh, and finally, <laughs> Uh, Derek Mears as Jason Voorhees. Let me do a brief synopsis. A group of young adults discover a boarded up Camp Crystal Lake where they soon encounter Jason Voorhees and his deadly intentions. Have you guys ever seen this before? No, this is my first time. Yeah, first. I saw this in theaters. All right. Because like I said, at the top of the show, this is my favorite horror franchise out of all of them. All right. To me, this is this is uh, the diehard, as you will, of horror for me. Yeah. This well, whole series. Weirdly enough, though, I didn't see... Like, well, the most Die Hard 5 I didn't see in the theaters. Okay. I waited for some reason. Maybe because 4 was just like, all right, I know what I'm going to be getting into. Uh-huh. But Die Hard is my favorite action franchise. Uh-huh. And had had it been in theaters or had I watched them while they were still in theaters, mm-hmm. I would have one, two, three for sure. Yeah. 4 I went to see in theaters. 5 I was kind of like, all right, I think I can wait. Well, you know how Die Hard, the first Die Hard is obviously the best one. Absolutely. And then Die Hard 3 is obviously the second best one. Right. For me in this franchise... The first Friday the 13th, I don't like the first Friday the 13th. Oh. Like, it's, it's fine. Okay. I like... But that was, it was enough to push you to watch more of them, though. Well, okay. Let's jump into this movie. All right. <laughs> like I said, this movie is an encapsulation of the first four movies. So, I already explained to you the timeline Jason X. Yeah. So, pretty much in the first Friday the 13th, the killer is Jason Voorhees' mom, Mrs. Voorhees, Pamela Voorhees. She, right. She's the killer throughout the whole movie. And you find out, I'm just going to rehash real quick for the audience at home who aren't familiar with Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, Cam Crystal was shut down because this kid who was deformed named Jason, he drowned in the lake and the counselors weren't paying attention because they were having sex and smoking weed. So these camp gets shut down. A couple years later, these teenagers try to reopen Camp Crystal Lake. So someone's killing everyone off. And you find out it's Mrs. Voorhees. She's getting revenge because her son drowned in the lake. So that's what this is. The flashback is the beginning scene. The flashback in the very, very the, – in the title sequence of this movie yeah. is the whole – is the end of the first movie from 1980. 
Okay. So the way that movie ends, her head gets chopped off by the final girl. So she goes in a in a canoe and she's in the middle of the lake and the cops show up. They're like, hey, come back to shore. And then Jason's teenage body jumps out of the water and pulls her in the water. That's how this movie ends. It's a little nod to that, right? Oh, okay. Okay, part two. So this is a this is a really fucked up timeline. Like this is a horrible timeline of any movie franchise. All right. It's worse than like Bond because it's like how can it go to Connery, to Moore, to Dalton, to – right? Yeah, yeah. But it's still like feasible, well, right? He's a time lord. He's regenerating. Yeah. There's a theory yeah. that he <laughs> – you just get the name James Bond. Right. There's that theory. There's other theories that it's the same guy but just whatever. And th- here's how fucked up this timeline is. So Jason Voorhees is dead. Okay. He drowned in the 50s. Right. And then 30 years later, he comes back and he, ah, he pulls a girl. And, and, and a full-grown man. He, he drowns a child. Uh-huh. Comes back no, he a... comes back as like a boy oh. still. Oh, okay. That's how the first movie ends. Second movie takes place, I think, three days after the first one. And now he's a full-grown oh, guy with a with a potato bag over his head, like in this movie. Okay. He's wearing the sack over his I head see. with one eye. So some of the stuff in this movie, you need to know the franchise. Not really. Okay. What, what's good well, about this movie? They're, they're it takes, yeah, okay. for fans. And then um, he he gets killed, or so you think. He comes back. The third one, he finally puts the hockey mask on. So okay. the thing he's most well known for, he doesn't even get it until the third one. Oh. <laughs> so he gets the hockey mask on, and then he kills, and then a girl stops him, and then part four, he dies. He dies for real. Part five, it's not even the real Jason; it's a copycat Jason. Part six, oh. he comes back to life. Now he's zombie Jason from part six through ten. Is he? Is he actually a zombie? It's not that. He, well, he's a zombie technically because he he's now come back to life. I see. With like a rotting corpse and stuff, but oh, wow. he's technically already a zombie because he came back to life even though he drowned. Yeah, so you, you see what I'm talking about? This uh, timeline. For crying out loud. Yeah. So this movie gets the first four movies in here and they jam it all in. Okay. So the 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 kid from Supernatural who's looking for the sister with the posters, that's from part four. There's a character whose sister's missing, oh. so he's going around town. Hey, have you seen my sister? Okay. So it's a l- elements from the first four. I see. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So <laughs> this movie. Yes. I hope that you like the reason I picked this one because I remember you were like Friday the Thirteenth coming. You want to do the original? I'm like, no, let's do the remake. And I chose the remake because you would have hated because ni- 1980. Yeah, you don't like movies before 1990. Right. This one looks modern. Yes. Plus, it puts all four of them into one shot. So, what did you guys think? Well, the, it's a smart choice to uh-huh. choose a more recent one. Uh-huh. Uh, the the way that it was shot was it looked like it was trying to be a real movie. Uh-huh. And I think that that's the thing that I really <laughs> hate about some of those older horror movies. They uh-huh. look so low budget and crappy. Yeah. Like this is they're they're trying really hard but they just can't get there. Uh-huh. I remember I saw this one on on uh I think the Sci-Fi Network uh that was like it was Bigfoot, I think, and they had a really shitty CGI Bigfoot. <laughs> they kept doing the exact same three motions throughout uh-huh. the entire movie. Like they couldn't afford to make yeah. more things. Uh-huh. Like and then it's like that you're you're doing really bad and you're distracting and it's, it's, I, I can't take it seriously as a real movie. This movie was shot like it was a real movie, like like production values were good, the, uh-huh. the, everything was was good, visually uh-huh. very appealing. I like that a lot. Uh, I uh, I still <laughs> I still don't like the whole the, who this Jason person is and what he can or cannot do. Uh huh. Because uh, like, it, does he have the ability to phase through walls? Does he teleport? Uh, how smart or dumb is he? Uh, how much lives does he have? The, if, that that part's confusing. It's like if there's no real structure to that. Like uh-huh. uh, he should have died here, but nah, nah, not really. Now he's way over here somehow. I, mean, I don't know how he knew to be there, but okay. You see, in the original movies, that that was the prop. That was the thing. 
it was Jason just a, so he was in the cabin. The girl escaped and she's running through the forest and I know where he's in front of her now. Yeah, exactly. This movie tries to explain it with the underground tunnels. Yeah, but still. I know, but they, they're making an effort to explain what happened in the original ones in a more modern sense. It's the same kind of thing, the same problem that I had with the, with the Mike Myers movies. This is Mike Myers. The Rob Zombie remakes, and, right? Any, any, oh, okay. anything that I've seen of him. He, he's walking the entire time, uh-huh. but somehow is able to keep up with everybody. Yes. So it's like, what, so what is he, is he teleporting? What is, what is it? <laughs> All right. So taking that part out of it, the uh-huh. part that I did not understand about Jason, the rest of it was a decent enough scary movie. Like if, 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 if I can convince myself to think there are maybe four Jasons in this world, <laughs> like they're all kind of in, in cahoots to take out this team of people, then I'm, then I'm totally in. Because because all the, the the scenes that were scary were 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 okay. There's some of the stuff was really really cheesy, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it, it was it was a lot more enjoyable than than I thought it was going to be. And I'm I'm trying I'm trying to put my head in the space mm-hmm. to allow this movie to happen because as much as you love them, there's got to be something about it that I that I'm missing. So I'm trying to put my brain into that. I realm. really think you had to get into them when you were young, when you were a kid. Okay. I, I really think the only way to appreciate movies like this. Horror movies or like trauma movies, you had to see them as a kid. Okay. Like, but there's, if you try to show horror movies to someone who didn't grow up watching them, right. they're not going to like them. Before the brain got polluted with reality yes. and what can actually yes. happen. Okay. I think that's what, that's what it is. So I was trying, I was trying very hard to get into that headspace this entire movie. Uh huh. And, uh, it works sometimes, sometimes not so much, but we'll get into those as they, as they come up. Mm-hmm. Maestro. Yes, sir. Your thoughts? Well, I did, I did like the the way the whole movie started off and how it, dark it really was, and it was really gritty. I really liked the way the the murders happened. They were so cool. Yeah, there, there were there were some really good murder scenes. Like I, that that was cool. I yeah. did like that. Yeah, I, but- I like that. You're introduced to these kids, and they're not the kids that you're going to be following during the whole movie. Yeah, that was 20, a little confusing, 20, too. 25 minutes in, they show the title card, Friday the 13th, and now you're introduced to another group yes. of kids. That I, I actually enjoyed that quite a bit. Okay. The, the, the way that they introduced, like, this is this is the world you're in, and this is how things are going to go. Uh, nobody survives. They're like, oh, fuck. And then the title sequence comes up, I'm like, that was the opening scene? That was a hell of an opening scene. That, that I that, Really long. Yeah, but but I liked it, I, because... It had, it wasn't as fantastical as the rest of the movie was yet. Uh-huh. It was kind of like the way that these people died is like, all right, I can follow this one Jason doing all these things. <laughs> Later uh-huh. on, it's like, now we got a whole team of Jasons. Uh, <laughs> the only way that's possible. But uh-huh. th- this opening scene was, was good. And it, because it, it, it had enough, uh, I, I guess maybe not character development, but it was enough to get, start, start getting a little bit of attached to some of these guys a, a little bit as much uh-huh. as you can in a movie like this. Yeah. That building up their, their rapport with each other, kind of making mm-hmm. like, all right, Buying into these, this, this, we're going to be watching these people the entire movie. Uh-huh. So get used to them. These are their, these are their quirks. All right, cool. And then what? Yep. <laughs> All wiped out. And it's just like Cabin of the Woods, right? The formula. You have the slutty girl. You yeah. have the jock. You have the stoner guy. You got yeah. the nerdy guy. You got that. And it followed the formula exactly. Right. So every, every time I watch a horror movie, I always think of Cabin in the Woods. Like, are there guys yeah. manipulating? Yeah. yeah. Like, did they set the bear trap? <laughs> exactly. And I, I also like that the the way that these this group of people were interacting uh-huh. seemed realistic. Mm-hmm. Like these for for like I think one of the th- reasons why our, our our podcast does so well is because the way we can interact with each other, we kind of have this rapport with each other that we we know each other because well we do. Yeah. And I got that kind of vibe from from these group at the beginning that they yeah. were actual friends. They they fucked with each other the way the friends would. <laughs> they just had this like uh-huh. kind of bickering and whatnot. And it's like all right, this this is an actual group of human beings. Mm-hmm. 
later on we get introduced to these fairy tale caricatures of people they're like all right you you lost me <laughs> but at the beginning core group those i i like that uh-huh if if it would have been those people throughout the entire movie i think i would have enjoyed it more okay was it the douchebag rich guy who oh my pissed God. you off yes he <laughs> okay. pissed me off i didn't understand the, did, did he have a girlfriend? Was that girlfriend his girlfriend? Yeah, I think it was. That, 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 the, the chick who goes off with yeah. the Supernatural guy. Right, what's, his, yeah. what's his name on Supernatural? Uh, Sam Winchester. Sam, okay. Yeah. So the one who runs off with Sam, I'm pretty sure that's his girlfriend. Right. And then the, So when she goes back and slamming on the door, you guys come out, yeah. and there's a do not disturb on the door handle. Right. So what's their relationship like? <laughs> we don't know. Uh, we got this uh, stereotypical black dude, stereotypical uh-huh. Asian dude. Uh, a stereotypical slut. Just, these, yeah. these are the these are the characters from the Cabin, the Cabin in the Woods. Woods. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it, just, it was a lot of it became formulaic, toward, and maybe that's why these Friday the Thirteenth are so well because it is that formula. Mm-hmm. But I I just think kill, the, just killing teens. I, I just I like the way that the first group was so much better. Yeah. But, all right. So the first group, <laughs> we, we we get this little exposition because the uh, the 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 podhead brainiac uh, GPS nut, mm-hmm. uh, he he starts explaining the whole mythos of of Freddy, and I don't know how he knows about this. Or how legends were passed down if apparently if everybody dies. Well, the girl serve. Well, in this world, the girl survives. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like usually legends are made because the guy's like he lets one person survive. Yeah. You uh-huh. go tell the story. Uh huh. So that's how the that's how pe- we can know about this. But mm-hmm. if everybody dies, then who's carrying on this legend? Yeah. And where does it come from? The one thing I don't like about this movie is that um, so Jason Voorhees is alive and he sees his mom get beheaded, right? Mm-hmm. And then. Like in part two, he gets he gets the mom's head and he puts it in a shrine. That happens in part two. Okay. By the way. Uh but spoiler. They don't <laughs> but they don't like how do I say this? In the original Fred thirteenth, he comes back as like an evil spirit from the lake, and now he's killing all these teenagers. Okay. But in this one, was it that he never drowned? Because the only reason Mrs. Voorhees is killing everyone is because she's getting revenge because her son drowned. Oh, right. So now that he's just standing there watching her, the mom get decapitated, is he has he been alive this whole time? They don't explain any of that. Huh. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Right. It, it really doesn't matter. No. The, the, <laughs> as far as story and mythos for, the, for this movie, it, uh-huh. it, it doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a slasher mm-hmm. uh, at its truest form, which yes. is what it's set out to be. And I think I think it did a good job as capturing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as many complaints as I have about it, it's for the genre. <laughs> I, I I will say good. Yes. The do you, I have a theory about this movie? Okay. Do you think Jason Voorhees planted this weed to bring kids over to try to find it, so he always has victims? Oh. Or do you think it's just a random coincidence that there happens to be weed out there? Uh, I don't think he planted it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I think he used it to his advantage. Okay. I think maybe some kids came out, planted it. He killed them. And now it's just there. So like, oh, well, people are going to come looking for this. <laughs> so, yeah, bait and switch type of thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he... Well, first, he had to find pot seeds and yeah. all these things. It, it's too much work for, for somebody that has a just kill on his on his brain. <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's not trying to make industrial, uh, industrial-grade weed that people uh, are going to go crazy for. Uh-huh. And then you got to study, like, the strands and mm-hmm. how to mix them, the hydroponics part. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, you're right. So these okay. kids, these kids are out there, and you think it's just gonna be like any other slasher. These kids are gonna hang out and have sex and drink, but then they get killed off really quick. So what's going through your mind, Adam? You're like, whoa, everyone's dying really fast. Yeah, you're like, what's gonna happen next? Yeah, like because first person is like, all right, cool, here we go, we're getting started. Uh-huh. Then next person like, all right, shit, and then they also are getting knocked off. Like, what? There's only one girl left. She, we can't do the whole movie with this one chick now. There's still whole, there's still yeah. an hour to go. I, we're ten minutes in. <laughs> what are we gonna do for another hour and twenty minutes? <laughs> yeah, so then then everything died. Tyler Car comes up like, well, so, so, so where, where do we go from here? Is that just to warm us up? And then it starts introducing the whole thing about, oh, I guess maybe there was a survivor. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know that, but I think we're led to believe that's going to be a possibility. Yeah, because uh, supernatural guy comes in. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, dude, he's freaking awesome. He's tall too. He's like huge. He's like, a, what's he called? They they call him what the Jolly Green Giant in the movie. In the oh, series, right. yeah. I never watched Supernatural. Everyone tells me it's good. It's fine. Do you, do you like it, Maestro? Oh, dude, I love it. He's been trying to get me into it for a while. I, I've started watching the first couple of episodes, and it's like it's it's fine. Okay, I don't feel compelled the compulsion to want to keep watching all of them. Okay, but I understand the appeal to it. Okay, and it was kind of cool because I had seen a couple episodes. So Sam, he's pretty much almost like playing the same kind of character almost uh-huh. in in this movie than he does in Supernatural. Would yeah. you agree with that? Okay. So yeah, well, he, less control though. Okay, yeah, because in, in the in the uh, well, it doesn't matter. Let's not talk about supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we we're introduced to these these douchebags. They're driving in. They're all douchebags. Every oh, you're talking about them. the second group. Yeah. Well, first, oh, let, I just want to talk about the death se- scenes. Oh, okay, yeah. in, in, from the original because sure, sure. what happens is everybody gets to fucking dies right. except for Sam's uh, Sam's sister is the yeah. last one to see get killed. She yeah. gets a machete. Well, you don't even head. see her get killed. It I just, know. It, it just, goes. Yeah. It freezes. He, he's like swing. He's like winding up to to hit her, and then title card. Yeah, yeah. So the first death is the GPS guy. Right. He just gets a simple. He just gets fucked up with a machete. Yeah. And the uh, the guy who's hooking up with the slutty girl, he goes out in the woods because they keep hearing noises. They think it's him. He sees the body, so yeah. he runs back. They're having sex in the tent, and uh, mm-hmm. everything's fine. The girl uh-huh. hears a noise. Go check it out. I'm like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Just, yeah. just finish up, and then I'll go check it out. But she's like, no, I'm not gonna do anything until you're checking out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. So while he's gone, Jason opens the tent and grabs her. <laughs> you don't know what's happening to her. The guy comes running back and he steps in a in a bear trap. Yeah. And his whole fucking ankle's fucked um, up. Yeah. And the the slutty girl is hung. Yeah. <laughs> from a tree in a sleeping in bag a sleeping over fire over a fire pit. Yeah. And she's like ah, she's burning alive, and then she finally just falls out of the out of the body bag. Yeah. And she's all burned up. Yeah. Um. What's the point of that? I don't know. Is it, is it, I thought Jason was all about murder. He's, he's torturing he her now. This is just- well in the original the original movies that as the what the producers of the original franchise f- figured out was people are coming back to see how outlandish the death scenes are. So for oh. each movie, they just started upping and upping and upping how to kill people. Okay, that, that's, that's a Saw formula too. The same thing with Saw. With Saw sort movies. of. It's like how do we kill them now? Yeah, it was that same concept. Yeah, because Saw was super creative. Mm-hmm. Like like I. I, I I don't know much about horror, but for me, groundbreaking creative as far as death. Yeah, for that torture porn era, yeah. Yeah. Because Friday the 13th was really creative, too, in their deaths. Okay. Yeah. Like, the one of the most famous death scenes is, I think this one paid an homage to it. I think it's part six. Six or seven. Which one, Adam? Anyway, six or seven. <laughs> it's a girl in a sleeping bag. He gets a sleeping bag, and he just fucking wham! He slams her against a tree and breaks, like, her spine in half. Oh, okay. So I think the sleeping bag girl... So that's what that was, was. A little homage, yeah. Okay. So she gets burned up. They had that in the uh, Jason X too. 
Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was he was beating each other. In the simulation. Yeah, there was, he was uh-huh. beating one girl in Stephen Beck with another girl in Stephen Beck. Yes. <laughs> it was a little homage to that. That's okay. one of the most, like I said, one of the most famous death scenes from the whole franchise. Okay. Probably the most famous one is the first one with Kevin Bacon, Ooh. where he's lying on bed, and he, he, he hears something under his bed, and then, bam, a uh, poker comes up through his neck, or an arrow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's the most famous kill of the whole franchise. Okay. Because it's Kevin Bacon. So Sam's sister and her boyfriend are at Camp Crystal Lake looking around, and this is we get fed the exposition about Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Oh, his name was all the stuff, and then Jason kills her boyfriend. I do like this. He's sticking the machete up through the floorboards, right? And it keeps catching him. This this part, uh huh, kind of was a little upsetting because it reminds me of Zombie Beavers. Oh what? yeah. <laughs> Because the zombie beavers, the beaver comes out through the through the wall in the bathroom, which, which is where they are. Uh-huh. Grabs the girl and brings her down. And that's kind of what happened here. Uh-huh. He's, he's stabbing through the floor, and then he, he pulls the boyfriend down through the floor, mm-hmm. and it's just like ah. Uh, I'm pretty sure this one came first. Yes, this All is right. 2009. All right, that's good. Mm-hmm. If they were coming zombie beavers, that'd be an outrage. <laughs> no, so <laughs> so the sister runs away, and this is where she sees the guy in the bear trap. And he's like, "Help me, help me!" And then he gets a boom, a machete down, yeah. the, down, hit down the head. Yep, like splits all the way him in half, to, like to his nose. Yeah, splits him in half. And this is when he winds up, and he's about to kill her. And then Friday the Thirteenth. So yep. what's going through your head right now, Adam? You're like, "What the fuck's yeah. going on?" Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm very. It, it, it was, it was shocking, which is, I think, what they were going for. Because, like I said, I'm, I'm expecting, all right, dead, dead, dead. All right, this girl cannot support the rest of the movie by herself. That's mm-hmm. not going to make sense. And then she's dead. Like, ah. So now I, I'm just like, what? what? Where do you go from here? What's what's? I, I just and during the the whole shock phase, introduced to a new set of people, and like, oh, okay, I see now. I remember seeing this in theaters. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was very confusing. I'm like, is this the movie? Mm. <laughs> it's gonna happen the last hour, and then <laughs> we get introduced to the douchebags. Although I I have had this theory for a while that I think it would be brilliant for movies to put out a trailer of a movie and have everything in that trailer happen in the first two minutes of the movie. And then the rest of the movie is is brand new stuff you've never seen before. Mm. That's interesting. Because then you come in, you, you don't know any spoilers because of, of the previews. Yeah. You see all that happen in the beginning, and then it's like, boom. Now here's a here's a, a, a different movie that you've seen fresh clips about. Because I like I like being in, into a movie fresh, seeing as little previews as possible, because then I don't know what's happening. I don't know what to uh-huh. expect. There's no, there's no chance of me guessing what's going to happen. So if you do a trailer that way, where it's like, all right, everything in the trailer happens in the first two minutes. Now you're like, oh, you don't know what to expect. And I think that would be cool, but... I, I doubt companies get behind that. <laughs> no, because they got to show you everything. Yeah. Because they got to sell you to go to the movies to see it. Right. They're like, don't pirate this. Look how cool this is. Imagine seeing this in a theater. Right. Okay. Yeah. So now we're introduced to the, the new the new crop of uh, of assholes, led by Travis Van Winkle, oh the douchebag rich guy whose dad has a cabin or not even a cabin, dude. It's like a mansion. He has yeah. a mansion. Right off Camp Crystal Lake. By the way, I didn't catch anybody's names or remember them. I, I just had them in my notes as like douche, um, <laughs> Asian douche's friend, douche's girlfriend, Asian black, slutty, uh, slutty. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised there wasn't a fat guy, dude. There's always a fat guy in these horror movies. Uh, the there's cop, al- maybe the cop, maybe be the fat guy. No, like within the teenage. Oh, I see. There's always like a fat friend. Okay. Like a fat dumb friend. Right. All right. So uh, rich douchebags. Do we really have to go to this story? I mean. I don't think so. It's set up just like any other slasher. One by one, they get picked off. Yeah. And the Sam is posting flyers 
looking mm-hmm. for his missing sister. Yeah, the, the the basic. I mean, we can go through the, the, yeah, the basic just, story really quick. The gist of it is Sam is going to Crystal Lake because it takes place six weeks later. Yeah, and he's posting flyers everywhere, and he's going to neighbors. Have you seen my sister? And he runs into the, these college kids who are on spring break or some fucking bullshit like that. Yeah, and they're going to the rich guy's dad's house in Crystal Lake. Jason then shows up and starts killing yeah. everyone one by but, one. But like this rich guy, I guess, I don't know how he knows these people because he f- seems to have disdain for all of them. Uh-huh. Uh, Are these classmates? I don't know. He's just he's just trying to get laid by his girlfriend, so invite all your friends, but then I'm going <laughs> to fuck your friend anyway. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so these. And then the black guy and the Asian guy are hell-bent on getting high yeah. and masturbating through yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. They, they, these people don't belong together. Yeah. They, this they, is a... I get what you mean now. Like by the first group, like yeah. they're actual friends. Yes, exactly. Who should be hanging out? These people are like the the fucking the, the cast of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> just like they, they oh, they're thrown on one yes, boat. They don't like, belong together, but they uh, were thrown together for some unforsaken reason. Yeah, and and now they have to just kind of coexist and and find ways to interact. Yeah, this this was that the mm-hmm. black guy Asian guy. They belong together. Yeah, they're, they're cool. They're stoners. Yeah. The the douchebag uh, and the and the slutty girl and, and, and the slutty girl and the girlfriend even that's a, that's a, that's a love triangle that they've been trying to hash out uh-huh. that's fine and then we got Sam in here who's the only level headed guy in the whole group yeah the most normal person which is getting hassled by the cops because uh, hey Dick stop investigating your sister's disappearance yeah we're working on it yeah <laughs> like what like what no let it, why did give me such a hard time hey she's probably gone dude just don't worry about it <laughs> but uh. Our mom that had cancer just died and she didn't come to the funeral. So I think I got a reason cause. Like, nah, she's probably just dumb with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that neighbor. They In these movies, they always have the old person in town who's like, don't be going over there now. Right. That old lady, she's like, your sister's dead. Yeah. Your sister's dead, boy. She missing. She's dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, remember in Cabin in the Woods, they have the Mordecai? Yeah. The, the one the, who's supposed the, to be the warning At the guy. gas station? Yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be like the, the one who warns the kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mordecai. Uh... I actually really enjoy some of these death scenes I liked. Some of them I didn't. Okay. Only because th- this movie's fine. It's a modern take on the story. But when it comes to Jason Voorhees, dude, I just missed that. You got to have that cheesy fucking ridiculous factor. Because those original movies, they knew they were making a ridiculous movie okay. back then. Yeah. They knew they were do- making a ridiculous yeah. movie. So they're making it. Really cheesy. The death scenes were over the top. Well, with this one, they're trying to and make here, it. And here, it's, a, like you said, a serious one. Yeah. And I feel the death scenes in this are too, almost like too serious. Not too serious. Uh, how am I saying this? They're very boring. Simple. Com- yes. Compared yeah. to the other ones, like, okay. like the black guy just gets an axe in the back. Right. And the Asian guy just gets stabbed. One guy gets an arrow through the face. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. The, yeah, well, that was pretty cool. On the, the boat. Yeah, no, but but has he ever used a bow and arrow? How do no. So this is fresh. Well, we're led to believe that he's supposed to be like a hunter. Like that's how he survived by himself since oh, he's been okay. a kid. He's been like a hunter. All right, I guess that makes sense. Oh, the, that, that's the first death, right? Is the arrow of these kids? Yes, yeah. yes. But the best one is the one right after the dock. <laughs> she gets this, this chick gets hit by that boat which is out of control yeah because the the guy got an arrow in the head so she's all stunned and she sees jason so she swims to the dock and she's trying to be quiet and then bam the machete goes through the dock and gets on the top of her head and he lifts her up and boom yeah that lifting up part that's the cheesiness that shit yes, that is in absolutely. all the other movies that was that that was so damn cheesy uh-huh but it's it's, it's that's another thing i think that maybe you can look forward to in these jason movies yes uh from from 
what I'm led to believe. Uh, a lot of gratuitous nudity. Yes. And, and nudity so, and violence. Yeah. So this, this chick, she's, she's jet skiing topless for no reason. <laughs> Uh, yeah. the, the guy's enjoying himself too much as he's driving, like, oh yeah, woo! He's not even looking at her. He's like, oh yeah, I'm driving, woo! And then he gets shot in the face. And then, yeah, she gets, she's trying to swim away. Uh, again, I don't know how Jason knew exactly where she was under the dock, but <laughs> found a way to just stab right through it, pull her up, eh, more boobs. Uh-huh. And then, and then she does. That scene is the definition of the franchise. Like, this is, is exactly okay. <laughs> what the franchise is. Like, they know it's dumb. Oh, that's too bad. Those uh, those were my my least favorite deaths <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> over there because because they were that kind of cheesy. Like, yeah. all right, the rest were kind of like more, I guess, realistic. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> um, more, more boring for sure, but uh-huh. but but more uh, grounded in reality. I think there's one person in this movie who I don't know if they're trying to tie this into like a cinematic universe. Where they're trying to tie in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre into here, which doesn't make sense because okay. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre takes place in Texas. Right. And I don't know if you know this. Crystal Lake is in New Jersey. Oh. Well, the, the setting of this is supposed to be in New Jersey. Okay. Um, which in part eight, when Jason takes Manhattan, they're taking a boat from Camp Crystal Lake to New York. From a lake? Yes. They don't explain it. They just say, <laughs> we're leaving Camp Crystal Lake. And we're venturing to Manhattan via boat. (laughs) Maybe there's like a Panama-style canal uh, to the lake. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) what I'm saying is when the rich douchebag finally dies, he gets a machete through the chest, and then he gets thrown on the uh, tow truck, on the tow truck crane or the hook. Remember the the tow truck guys waving him to come down? Yeah. He throws him on there, and the tow truck driver is the guy missing the legs in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Oh, is he? Remember the guy in the wheelchair has no legs? Yeah. And Jessica Biel goes in his house? Yeah. That's the exact same actor. But the reason I I bring this up is because in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre part... One, two, three, four. He was kind of like complicit with the whole thing, right? The the wheelchair guy? Yeah, he's in in on it because that's that's like his nephew or something. Okay. Leatherface. It's part four, five. It's part six. It's the uh, Texas Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the beginning. (laughs) It's the prequel to the remake. You find out that he's a tow truck driver in Texas. Oh. So I'm like, are they trying to create like a fucking Marvel universe where this guy, who's from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family, is now in New Jersey starting some shit? But he can't drive a tow truck with no legs. I know, but (laughs) the only reason that he's in there is because it's the same company that produced that that same movie. Is he the writer of these movies? Maybe he's doing a Stan Lee type of thing? Okay. No, no, no. no. (laughs) All right. Were you happy when that guy died? The douchebag guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Usually in these horror movies, whenever the asshole jock dies, that's usually like the best death scene because okay. everyone's waiting for that guy to die. Yeah. yeah this absolutely. one wasn't the best no, death, no, 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 but it was awesome seeing him go like, fuck yeah. What was the best? I don't know. Which one? Which kill death scene? Yeah. What, you, what was the best for, for you, Maestro? What was the best death scene? Oh, uh, Or best, best kill. Oh, the best kill? Oh, crap. Because I did like the machete straight through the half of the skull. That was really cool. Yeah, I did like yeah. yeah, and I did like the um, I did like the arrow in the boat. That was really funny too. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this one I wasn't quite sure where he was in the treehouse. That was really interesting. How the blood just come the come the cuts on coming all over the place as he was being pulled out. Remember that one? No. Mm-mm. Oh, oh, maybe it's the uh, you talking about maybe the, when the Asian guy gets it with the screwdriver, yep. he's bleeding all over himself. Oh, in the shed. Yes. Yeah, in that shed in the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That I kind of I enjoyed that a little bit because he was kind of like fuck you douche guy because yeah. he because he, he he I guess broke a chair because he uh-huh. was trying to take a shot. <laughs> Which by the way uh 
letting it, okay. The whole thing was he was taking a shot, which was lit, lit on fire. Uh-huh. And uh, the point of that is, well, it, it, it looks cool, but it's also burning the alcohol as you're doing that. So if you're a true alcoholic. Uh, you but, don't want it burned. You don't want, no. Because you're losing yes. you, alcohol. You let it burn, you blow it out quickly, and then you take it. But he's so stupefied by this hot chick. Being all seductive in her ways, uh-huh. yeah. that she it burns too long. So I guess the glass is super hot, burns his lip, breaks a chair. Oh, dude, that chair—that's my dad's chair. It's a family heirloom. Yeah, a family heirloom in a fucking cabin, <laughs> a fucking chair. And he goes, "Don't worry, bro. They don't call me the wood. Uh, what did he say? Oh the, yeah, the, the wood master because I masturbate all the time. Right. <laughs> so the stoner guy is gonna fix the chair. Yeah. So as this movie's ending, the cops are gonna show up. There, there's gonna be a crime scene. So right. the dad's gonna find out, right? Yeah. Do, do you, what do you think he'll be pissed off with more? That his son is dead, or that his chair got broke? I think he'd be more pissed that that, <laughs> that he was drinking all the Blagavulin out of the out of the. Oh yeah, that's true. Because that that's a very high end scotch, uh, from what I hear, based mm-hmm. on Archer. Uh, there there is. So he goes downstairs. He's looking for a broom. He sees the the whiskey or the scotch. He's oh, this is in the shed. Yeah. Outside of the house. Is it yeah. a shed? I thought it was like the basement. No, no, no. Remember, he has to walk outside. Oh, that's true. Okay. To that shed. Yeah. So he's going there to find, a, I guess, tools or a broom to, to fix the chair. To fix a family heirloom. <laughs> but in the shed, I guess, there's this, this liquor cabinet uh-huh. where he starts drinking everything. He starts playing with a hockey stick and all these things. That's when he says, uh, oh, this oh, this just smells rich. The, the, yeah, the, yeah. The yeah. scotch. Right. But he's drinking it, like pounding it, which kind of hurts me a little bit because uh-huh. I, I love the scotch. But it's, you got to sip it, man. Yeah. You sip that scotch. And then Jason shows up because, because I guess he fades through a wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's right behind him like, oh, I, I got your hockey stick right here. And then they start fighting. He tries to fight him. He tries to stab him with a screwdriver. He turns it back on him and stabs him through the, the throat. He starts uh, bleeding everywhere and he's dead. Slowly. Yeah, slowly. That was, that was yeah. Slowly. I, I didn't, I like, I like the, I think he was my favorite character, the, the Asian dude out of the entire thing. Of the new group. Yeah, of the new group for sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, no. Can we talk about that redneck? Uh, who has the hockey mask in his ba- in his attic? Right. The one who Jason takes out. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the oh, one who. Yeah, he's the one. Mach- yeah, yeah. That weird machine. Uh, it's like a wood chipper. Yeah. Sam shows up and he's like, a, "Hey, hey!" And the guy turns around like, "Whoa! You better watch out, boy." The the kick ass machine was about to get turned on to level ten. Like he said some stupid line. Yeah. <laughs> like was he the, was he doing that whole thing from uh, uh oh you want a little thunder? How about a little lightning? That that whole fucking the rundown with the oh. rock, with the rock and yeah. uh, Stifler. Sean Lewis Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He might have been doing that. Yeah. Oh yeah, the kick ass machine. Yeah. Uh, what was it a can of whoop ass? Was yeah. That, that whole thing. So, something like that. <laughs> So, like, you oh, said, by the way, you want to buy some weed? Oh yeah, <laughs> he tries to sell up some weed. He goes, "I found some good shit in the woods, bro." Yeah. So he goes upstairs, and again, I get what you mean. Jason phases through a wall to go to the attic, right? Yeah, because he appears out of nowhere. Right. He starts talking to a mannequin, and he's like, "Ooh, Shirley, remember that night you took my virginity? Mm, you're gonna get it tonight." And it's a mannequin. Yeah. I, and, by the way, very believable scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this, yes, this could this could be happening for real. Mm-hmm. I can see that if you walked into some shed in in was, a rural part like that, uh-huh. I would imagine seeing that and be like, "All right, makes sense." Mm-hmm. And like you said, Jason just phases out of nowhere. Yeah, and he kills the guy, and this is where he finds a hockey mask. And the, the I think I read somewhere they only did the the infamous noise from the franchises that it's when he sees the hockey mask. It's like it calls out to Jason. Oh. It makes that noise very subtly. Oh, okay. It's like, gah, 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 gah. and he puts the mask on. And I didn't even, I didn't even catch yeah. that. I didn't hear that noise once in the entire oh. movie. Okay. Well, I heard it three times. 
Well, I was because li- I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> see, I wasn't listening for it though. <laughs> I, I I I know of that of the noise, uh-huh. but if you would ask me where it came from, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Oh, okay. What do you think of the black guy trying to masturbate? That was weird. <laughs> it was it was weird because I want to hear this. What? <laughs> he's, he's in the living room. Uh huh. The the asshole guy and his his side dime. His yeah. side piece go upstairs. Yeah. Uh, Sam is with his girlfriend right. in the woods. Fine. Uh-huh. And then the Asian guy's in the shed trying to fix the family heirloom. Fine. So this guy's by himself. Right in front of him is all glass. Yes. So anybody could show up at any time. At any point. <laughs> now, the point. And he's going through like a JC Penny catalog trying to find right. someone to whack it to. Yeah. And he finds like just a, a lady in a sweater. Yeah. He's like, you're not, gonna e- not even attractive. Yeah. He's like, you'll well, do like I mean, she's attractive, but it's not sexy. Yeah. And like, all right. And then he gets he get startled by a moose looking at him or a uh-huh. deer. He's like, ah, I guess I'll turn away from him. Like, go to the goddamn bathroom like a human being. Uh-huh. Or go outside. Maybe enjoy yourself some fresh air. But I, it's... Uh, I can't... I, I, I would be worried about somebody walking into me. It'd be my thing. So go, mm-hmm. go somewhere private. I'm sure there's plenty of bedrooms, yeah. for Christ's sake. Lay down and enjoy yourself. Or I don't know. He shouldn't... He... All right. Uh... Except for the possible uh, slutty chick being into douchebag, uh-huh. doucherson, uh, I feel like this black guy should have had more of a chance with that girl than anybody else. Yeah. And so why are you just want to get high and masturbate when you probably could get that? That's true. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. So so anyway, oh, there's another another weird thing was if this if this girl was the girlfriend of douchey guy, uh-huh. when 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 Sam walks in, supernatural guy. Like, uh, hey, come on inside. And she's like flirting with him, like, like overtly. Why don't you come in and get a drink? Yeah. I don't think Bernard would like that. Hey, it'll be fine. Walks in. Oh, no, no, no. He's not fine. He's, he's like, like, what's this bro doing yeah. here, bro? Yeah. <laughs> he said bro so many goddamn yeah. times. And, uh, so he gets kicked out and like, oh, I'll just, I'll just go with you to wherever mm-hmm. you're going. I'm sure your boyfriend would be pissed about that. Mm-hmm. So I never met you. I'm sure you're okay. And this is crazy, but mm-hmm. here's my number. <laughs> so, so call, call me. me maybe. Call me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they go off on this weird scavenger hunt looking for things, and mm-hmm. this, this is when they find out. They, they, they happen upon Jason's uh, house, uh-huh. cabin, yeah. shack. Uh-huh. I don't know. And uh, Jason's love shack, baby love shack. Right. And, and it's, it's just so weird. The, mm-hmm. the way, maybe this is a white thing. I, I can't imagine <laughs> just like venturing like, like that into places uh-huh. that you don't know. And I'd, I'd be freaked out. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. I can't. Even yeah, well, <laughs> nighttime or daytime? Daytime, I can see it. Maybe daytime, but this is one time I show. This is way back in the high school days, where a, a bunch of us ended up going to this place that was supposed to be, I think it was a haunted church or school or haunted yeah. something. Yeah, and everybody was, and I waited outside. I was, I was the only guy that was waiting outside. Like, I'll wait for you guys to come back. Uh-huh. And everybody else went inside and was like hopping the fences and trying to do things. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm doing this at, at one o'clock in the morning. You guys uh-huh. are all crazy as, as hell. Uh-huh. Even, even if it's not haunted, just the whole being in like this ah oh, abandoned that, place. Yeah, like there's yeah. no, no, no. Mm-hmm. My mind would would fuck me over so bad because mm-hmm. even though I would know nothing's gonna happen, my brain would play so many tricks on me. Is that why these movies don't take place in your world? Because rational people wouldn't go in the forest like, yeah. hey, what's going on out here? Well, you know, you do. You have to realize, though, That's you did point. watch a bunch of people go into that school that you did not. not. So basically, it's not your world. It's just your choices. Yeah, I just I, maybe I just can't. I can't understand that that blatant disregard yeah. 
of, of anything that could possibly go wrong. Because my, my, my whole my, my logical brain kicks in like no, these, there's all these things could happen mm-hmm. and it might not happen, but they are a possibility and there's a chance I don't want to take. There so, could be a ghost. There could be a hockey mask. There could be a claws. Right. There could be a homeless guy in there that thinks we're trying to steal his crack and then he tries to kill us. Uh-huh. Even, even if it's not supernatural, it could just be like <laughs> like, like actual things. Yeah. You're like no, no, no I, I don't. I'll, I'll just wait here, guys. Just so what? what I'll wait here with myself when I call the cops when I hear you screaming. Oh, I could finish Adam's story <laughs> about that whole haunted school thing. Uh, we walked in and we jumped over the fence and we found out, well, we weren't the only ones there. There were actually some kids in there about maybe a couple of years younger than us that were actually doing the exact same thing we were doing. <laughs> so. And you all started playing paintball. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so we're like, huh. So we decided to mess around with them and start making all these weird noises and stuff like that and slam on the walls and stuff like that. <laughs> That sounds about right. Yeah. For the group of friends that we were with at that point, that's exactly what would have happened. Yeah. And Was Jester there? Uh, it's possible. It is possible. This was a long time ago. Yeah. We were all, well, most of us, most of them mm-hmm. were carefree, didn't give a shit. I was, I'm still being like, oh, I'm going to wait, guys. Yeah, I probably, I think someone pissed themselves that night. Okay. <laughs> Damn. It was so funny. Oh, I, I had to hold in the laugh. It was so good. That's good. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, so you know for future. Yeah, so so the whole thing about the, these people going in and venturing into this place that e- knowing the lore and mm-hmm. whatnot is just like, all right. A- again, I don't think that there are this is gonna be an actual Jason person creeping uh-huh. up on me or or spirits or whatever, but just the whole juju of it. I just Yeah. Eh. Maybe maybe that is why I can't buy into it. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Well, if you want to end the story, pretty much the sister is alive. Right, he, he's keeping her alive because she looks exactly like Mrs. Voorhees. So he's like, like, well, is my mom dead? I don't know. I'm kind of retarded here. Yeah, <laughs> this could be her. I don't know. They find her and they break her out. And as I'm watching this in two thousand two thousand nine, Matt is watching this going. Okay, one of those two chicks is fucking dead because there's only one final girl in these horror movies. Oh, is that right? So I'm like, it's so I'm like, it's either gonna be the sister or the the his new girlfriend. Oh, okay. Ooh, that could go either way though. Yeah. It could because you've been, you've had more screen time with this chick yeah. than the sister, right? So the sister could mm. be going down, right? But it's the other girl. She gets a machete through the chest. That kind of made me sad. Yeah. I, I wanted her to survive. Okay, I was hoping that yeah, well maybe you and Sam. But you find don't know love. the rules, Adam. <laughs> There's always one final girl. All right. Always one. No, not necessarily. There's been rare instances where there's been multiple final girls. Okay. I still know what you did last summer. The shitty sequel to I Know What You Did Last Summer. Mm, Jennifer, Jennifer Love Hewitt. And Brandy survived at the end. So there were two final girls. I forgot Brandy was in that. Yeah. This this was during a really, really heavy phase of Jennifer Love Hewitt infatuation. Yeah. Me. I was like, she was all that existed I for a picture, while. I can picture her being in a movie like this. Like, young Jennifer Love Hewitt. Well, she was. I know what you did yeah, last summer. But right. like, yeah. in a Friday the 13th style movie. Okay. That's really like slasher heavy, where she is the final girl. Where she has to fight back, mm-hmm. which is, I guess is, I know what you did. Anyway, forget what I said. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get to Jason dying. Yeah. Because Jason always dies in these movies, but he always comes back. Well, there was a weird scene where like when they're escaping after, after the girl dies that I liked, the, 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 the brother and the sister are trying to escape and they're in a bus. Mm-hmm. And it, it looked like to me that Jason killed Sam. Like he threw him into the glass of the bus. Oh yeah. But then like a second later, he's, he's like, Oh, come on, let's go. And they're escaping. <laughs> like, so what? Was he just unconscious for like half a second? Yeah, he just he took the hit through glass. Yeah, I guess. So they go back to the rednecks' shed and they turn the machine on. Yeah, and uh, 
Jason tries to he tells his sister hide and then Jason fucks up Sam and he's about to shove his head in the in the machine mm-hmm. and then she goes Jason and she holds the locket up and she's like Jason stop yeah it's okay or whatever yeah she's talking to him and that happens in part 2 because in part 2 the final girl looks exactly like Mrs. Voorhees so that's another element they they took from okay. the original franchise so they Sam puts a chain around his neck and he throws the chain in the in the machine so it's pulling him in yeah and uh he, she goes, Jason, say say hi to mom. And she stabs him in the chest with yeah. a machete. In, in hell. Yeah. And then his head gets pulled into the machine. And I'm guessing his brain is getting tore yeah, up. It's, it's, it's unclear what's happening exactly because he, he goes in head first. And you start seeing some like things happening. And, uh-huh. But is, is the mask getting ripped apart? Because it looks like there's blood in there. Yeah. But I don't know exactly. But So I'm like, all right. Well, let's just assume that his brain is getting yeah, chopped up. He's dead. So... They get his, so they these two somehow drag this fucking beast back to the lake and they throw him in the lake and the mask falls in and then he falls in the lake and then of course is he decapitated at this point? No, he still has a head. So what? I think it was just clawing at his, at the back of his head, but he would it didn't. And then take they turn the machine off. <laughs> I don't know. Too. Why not just finish the job? Right. This is the, the whole double tap. Double tap. Double tap. Or du- double set double. him on fire. Cut off his arms, legs, head. Uh, yes. Bury each one ten miles away from each right, other. Right, exactly. <laughs> like you gotta do all this shit, dude. <laughs> I already know all this stuff. Uh anyway, so they throw him in the lake, and it's a modern horror movie, so they gotta have a final scare. So he jumps out of the lake and he grabs the girl and then it ends. Which I call bullshit. Absolutely. Here's why. Okay. It's not so much that he sh- he sh- should be dead because of the brain thing. Okay. They're trying to do an open because that's the what that's what happens at the end of the original Friday the 13th. He okay. comes out of the lake to grab the final girl. Okay. But I call bullshit on the 1980 oh. final shot and okay. this one. Okay. The whole premise of Jason Voorhees is he doesn't know how to swim, so he's he drowned. <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's established in Freddy vs. Jason, which is official canon, by the way. Oh, like the events, right. Yes. The events of Freddy vs. Jason is official canon in the Friday the 13th universe. Okay. There's a scene where Jason is in Freddy's dream world. Right. And he surrounds him with water and he's scared. He can't move because he's scared to death of water because that's how he died. Right. So you're telling me they throw his body in the lake and he can somehow, what is he? Did he swim up? Did he take a fucking, no. Jason Voorhees <laughs> needs to be afraid of water because he dies in water. Well, before the movie takes place, the original one. Okay. In part seven, I want to say, he fights a girl who has psychic powers. I know it's weird. Whoa. Yeah. She has like Carrie style psychic powers. Yeah. So she gets, no, that's part six. No, five. Yeah. That's six because she gets, uh, the psychic is in part seven because in part six, they, they choke him and they put a boulder to the chain and they throw him off the boat and he's like laying dormant in Camp Crystal Lake. And then the psychic chick wakes him up and yeah. It, what yeah, the? it's a whole. St- I know it's a whole weird thing. You know, I, I'm kind of curious <laughs> a little bit. I don't. I don't know if it's curious enough to uh, want to watch all of them. I do own all twelve of them. Do you? Interested? <laughs> oh boy, I believe you. Yeah, I love. I love this franchise. I even own the documentary. His name was Jason. Uh, I want to. Oh. I want to buy the documentary, the Camp Crystal Lake, um, Camp Crystal Lake Memories. I believe it's called. You can buy on Amazon.com. Go to the website first. Click on the link through our website. It yeah, doesn't man. cost you anything. Helps support the show. So I own all these movies. Anyway, I call bullshit on the whole premise of Jason coming up through the lake for the final shot okay. in the original and in this one because he's scared of water. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Absolutely makes yeah, sense. Yeah, he drowned. Yeah. He should be terrified of water. Yeah. But he's like, Whoa! 
And if you're pulling this shit, that he's coming back to life. Part f- <laughs> he ties in part four. He gets a machete through the head in part four. I, like I told you, in part five, it's an imposter Jason. In part six, do you want to know how he comes back to life? Oh, There's boy. a character set up in part three named Tommy Jarvis. Okay. Tommy Jarvis is his foil. He's in part three, part four, and he's the arch rival to Jason Voorhees. He knows how to kill him. This okay. little kid. He's All played right. by Corey Feldman in parts three and four. What? And then in part six, he's played by an ad- adult actor. Okay. Anyway, this is his arch rival. He's driving to Camp Crystal Lake and where he's buried, and he's going to fucking chop his head off or do something. I forget. I haven't seen the He's going to exhume him and time. then kill him again? Yeah, he's going to chop his head off or something. I forgot what happens in part six. Anyway, All right. so in part six, they f- go to where he's buried, and they stuck something in his chest, and then clouds form. And then lightning hits the metal rod, which wakes up his heart, which wakes Jason up. So oh. that's how he becomes zombie it's Jason it's Frankenstein. for parts 6 through 10. Wow. 6 through 11. That makes – okay. In the world that was established in these movies, <laughs> that logically would work. Yeah, yeah. If you're introducing psychic characters and all yes. these people, okay. yeah. that makes sense. Yes. Here, it's not established that he's supernatural or anything. He's just a hunter. He's just a guy. So how did he survive getting his brains all chopped up? I know why. It's because it's a modern horror movie. You have to have a final jump scare at the end. Right. But, okay. So this this 2009 version was kind of like a, a remake, reboot type of thing? Yeah. It's a reboot. All four. Have they done other ones to sequel this version? No, they want to. Okay. So... Well, part 13 was supposed to come out next year, but that kind of got delayed. And so, they were supposed to make a TV series out of it for a CW. TV series? For, through CW. Yeah. Kind of like Scream the, on MTV. Well, I never even heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, but, dude. But, but it makes sense because the, the, the big uh, phase that we're going through right now or trend or whatever is the uh, the antagonist hero. Where it's not a good guy that's, that's the main character, like the, the Walter White. Oh, in a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Hannibal. Hannibal, yes. Stuff like that where... It's a bad guy, Dexter. Yeah. They're, they're kind of like this. They're they're bad, and they have to kind of keep winning. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we're headed. I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they made a series out of this. So how does Sherlock work if he's a good guy and he's the lead? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, two words for you. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. That's well, how it works. Wasn't the other guy just as good? Martin Freeman? He's fine, but he's, but he's, he's no Cumberbatch. Oh, okay. He, uh, well... It may also just be Stephen Moffat. Stephen Moffat's the uh, the showrunner. Oh, okay. Which is also the showrunner for Doctor Who for for a long time. Okay. So he's, he, I mean, he's brilliant in a lot of in a lot of ways, in, in my mind especially. A little a little pissed off that he uh, the way he's leaving Doctor Who though. <laughs> which one? <laughs> Who? Stephen Moffat. Oh yeah. Not 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 too happy. So did you notice the late the, one of the girls in um, Friday the Thirteenth was actually one of the characters in Flash the series now? Is that right? Yeah. Which one? Um, it's the, she's like the brun, like the orange brunette hair. Okay. Yeah. She plays, uh. That's the girl that I liked. Maybe that's why I liked her. What is she in Flash? She's uh, one of the, she's one of those, um, friends of Flash that does also, that has a, uh, counterpart that's also does ice and snow. Oh, yes. The one that's in love with Cisco. Or not in love with Cisco, but leading Cisco on all the time. What? She's the golden girl or something. She's got powers to make things gold. Mm. What? I think. That makes sense. I'm going to look it up. No, it's not her. No? Damn it! I'm interested in watching The Flash. Yes. Sh- it's fine. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a little it's, supernatural. It's a little supernatural? No, it's just, 
It's 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 fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like it's fine. It, it's interesting. The ni- nice twists, not canon. Lots of. Uh, Is it like uh, the movies we watch, Adam, where they're not good, they're not terrible? Like that was a movie. Is it the Flash just? It's a show. It's but it is fun. It is fun, but you have to suspend a lot of disbelief. Oh yeah, because it's a comic book universe. Yeah, but but more than like oh, okay. more so than a normal. Well, okay, the the Flash and like okay, oh for Christ's sake, uh, Arrow uh-huh. for the first two or three seasons was based in reality. For me. Because he has no powers. Right. Yeah. Then you start introducing supernatural elements, like, all right, getting a little crazy. Flash. Uh, Everything's supernatural. No, no. The first season was fine. Well, it's okay. only season two right now. But like the first maybe half season was, again, kind of as much as you can based in reality. Mm-hmm. Then, it, But then it really quickly went to like whoosh, crazy. Which like, is what Flash comics do. Plus, and we've talked about this a lot, I feel like, they introduced time travel in which I'm just... Where they go to Earth 2, right? Yeah, there's, but there's there's Earth two. Oh, there's another thing besides there's, Earth two. Well, there's time travel as far as okay. we went back in time in in our world. Okay. Then there's traveling to Earth two. It's just time travel to me is a very sensitive subject. Yes. And uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of how they're doing it in Flash. And you said Looper's the most realistic. No, Looper's, no, no, Looper's no, no, no. What's the one you said is the most realistic? Uh, time butter, uh, butterfly effect. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> And you said Looper is one of the worst ones. It is so bad. It's really bad. It's it's upsetting how bad it is. Twelve Monkeys is pretty good. I like the, with time yes, travel. I like like that's monkeys. more realistic than yeah. other time but, travel. But but it's movies. also super vague, so you don't get a whole lot yeah. of details about it. I think that's how it has to be. I Absolutely. think you have to be as vague as possible. You know what? Time I'm gonna travel. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, modify my butterfly effect to the Twelve Monkeys because of uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, but I think in general, if you're as broad as possible. Like the problem with the Terminator is you find out that the original Terminator is you find out that Kyle Reese is his dad. Yeah. Well, how can John Connor exist to send Kyle Reese yeah. back if Kyle Reese never, you they, know? They did a whole thing about the Doctor Who even, where yeah. it's like he, a guy got sent back in time to find Beethoven because they loved Beethoven so much mm-hmm. and they had all of his sheet music and everything, but they couldn't find Beethoven. So then he became Beethoven. Like, so what the. So how can you? How can Beethoven exist? Right. If now you're, so who, if you were Beethoven the whole time, so who's yeah, the idea was the it? Was it was yeah. the actual that guy or it's yeah. a weird, that's crazy the pro- paradox? So I think if you go va- very vague, like Twelve Monkeys, yes, you could pull it off. Yes. Yeah. But then Twelve Monkeys has that whole thing where he witnessed himself die at the airport, and like that. Yeah, even then, that opens a can of worms. Uh, anyway, God damn it! Be- oh, for the question you were asking for, it's Daniel Hannah Baker. She is also the actress that plays Caitlin Snow on The Flash. All right, Panna Baker, Jenna. Yeah, it's the girl. That's not the. Girl. That's why. You, that's why you like her. Maybe I okay. guess because I, I, maybe I was drawn to her in some way. Uh, okay, subconsciously. Well, closing thoughts on Friday the Thirteenth, Adam. I did my best to try to pick a horror movie that I thought you might like because it looked modern and it. And I remember you liked the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Yeah, which I actually like over this one. And I, I figured that because <laughs> they're in the same similar looking, yeah. Did I do a good job or no? You, you did. You okay. did. This out of well, I haven't seen any other really yeah, Jasons. Yeah. Well, much better than Jason X for yes, damn sure. Definitely. Uh, as a horror slasher, this would have to be my favorite okay. that I've seen so far. Uh, still, I still, I still can't get past the whole know, phasing through walls kind of stuff. But as a movie and in the genre that it is, is it? Eh, I will have to say I, I did enjoy it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Nice. That's all I needed. All right. <laughs> Maestro? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Nice. <laughs> I do like the Text Chainsaw Massacre remake much better than this one. Oh, yes. That, that's a way better one. Yes, absolutely. That was good. Uh, 
Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them. But we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear the good reviews or the bad reviews first? Let's go with the good reviews. Okay. Bill, this is his name. Bill Goody Kuntz uh, of the Arizona Republic. He's got a comedy name too, like the Van Dyker. What's his name? <laughs> Said. Van Winkle. Van Winkle. <laughs> While there is plenty of gore and gratuitous sex, the movie acknowledges the ridiculousness of it all, trusting that the audience, one hopes, is in on the joke. Okay. Uh, Nathan Lee of the New York Times says, The undying Friday the 13th franchise gets a surprisingly decent reboot in the stylish, playful example of the decapitated hottie genre. (laughs) Okay. Finally, Adam Graham of the Detroit News says, The series reboot is much the same, but it's easily the most effective and scary entrant in the franchise. No. It's the best looking of them, but it's not the scariest one. Right. Well, I don't get scared by them, but anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Bad reviews. Mark Olson, the LA Times, says the original handful of Friday films had a certain low-rent elegance about them. That's what I was saying. And this slickly done, dimly lighted, whiplash edited update loses that tone. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? No. This, like, the, the, the whole thing that you, you, you said you liked about it, the whole, like, low-budgety film thing? Yeah. That's... Of the originals, yeah. Yeah. I... I thought that was, I think that was a negative towards the whole. Well, the, then again, I'm not into the genre. I know, I know. All right, all right. Uh, John Hartle of the Seattle Times says everyone's working with a much bigger budget this time, but the end result is just as stupid and not as scary as the original ones. <laughs> uh, I, I will say I don't think I would call this a scary movie because I, I don't I don't remember being scared. Yeah, but it was it, it was suspenseful. It was, not even suspenseful. It's like you know what's going to happen. Like all right, mm-hmm. he's going to kill him. <laughs> Wesley Morris of the Boston Globe says, It's the Hills, Bromance, the Real World, and Rock of Love with a body count. <laughs> I like that one. Finally, Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun-Times. Friday the 13th is about the best Friday the 13th movie you could hope for. Its technical credits are excellent. It has a lot of scary and gruesome killings. Not a whole lot of acting is required. If that's what you want to find out, you can stop reading this review right now. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, a, so I'm guessing he rips into it nice. right after that. That's yes, beautiful. Uh, now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is the part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60% to 84% is fresh, and 85% up is certified fresh. What would you guys like to guess first, the critics or the audience score? Ooh. You want to do the critics this time? Sure. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm I'm trying to put my myself again in, into the mind frame of this this genre, this movie. Uh-huh. Trying not to get my own personal bias get in the way. Uh, again, the the way that it looked was good. Storyline was 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 fine for I guess the genre. Uh, sixty one. That's a good price. Um, uh, I'd say <laughs> sixty one dollars. I'm going to go for 58. 25%. Oh, wow. wow. We were so off today. What's going on? Thank God. Now I, was o- try- I was trying to put myself, give it more credit than I felt it deserved, but all right. Now the audience. That's got to be much higher. Because again, this, this is, this is, uh, this is one of those self-selecting crowds. If, mm-hmm. if you're watching this, you know what you're getting into. Yep. And you're going to love you're it. You're a fan. Yeah. You're there because you like it. All right. I'm going to go with my uh, 61 again. Okay. I'll stick with my 55. 40, 46%. Oh. oh. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. Oh. We noticed that Paul Giamatti has been in a lot of the movies we're doing, so we decided to ask what role would Paul Giamatti have had in this movie. Maybe uh. the maybe the guy who owned the shop, the nerdy looking guy. Can I put your float posters here? And he's like, oh, I don't know. The owner's kind of a dick. Okay, maybe him. Yeah, I don't know. 
Maybe, maybe. Would the, he even be in this? Maybe the cop. <laughs> There's only two roles for him right. that are adults. Uh, yeah. Definitely not the redneck guy. Oh, you know, it would have been great. Oh, it would have been great if he was the uh, the pothead GPS guy. <laughs> okay. That that I could I could see him doing that role. Okay. Even though it'd be like you know, older, but still, he's the older guy trying to get the young kids to join his weed operation. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Producer Michael Bay walked out in the movie premiere, stating that the movie featured too much sex. I don't know how you don't know that. You produced the goddamn movie. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> That's wow. Uh huh. It wasn't even that much sex. There was like one sex scene. Yeah. And then just toplessness. Yeah. Well, Lots two, of two sex scenes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Too much. It's Friday the 13th movie. This exactly. That's what you're going Did you for. not see the original ones? <laughs> like every other scene is sex. Uh, when exploring the supposed Voorhees house, the comment of the items being from another century is made as the original film was 1980 and this sequel is 2009. It is technically true that the items are from another century. Oh. All right. I know. That was dumb. <laughs> According to co-writer Damien Shannon, the character of Jason Voorhees was re-envisioned as a more territorial, like a hunter, someone who doesn't kill people at random, but will defend his territory from anyone invading it. And this is in this in the most honorable manner. Director Marcus Nispel similarly claims the film shows new aspect of Jason's personality. Derek Myers, who played Jason, says his portrayal of Jason as a survivalist Defending his territory is partially inspired by the character of John Rambo in First Blood. Wow. They're getting way too deep on this. This is, <laughs> this is a slasher film, for Christ's sake. There's not much <laughs> thought that goes into it. Just, let's just kill as great as you can. Uh-huh. Uh, finally, I think you might like this, Adam. Uh-oh. Including this 2009 remake, Jason Voorhees has killed 167 total people throughout the Friday the 13th franchise. Ah. All right. So divide that by 12, that's an average per movie of 50, Jesus, 50 kills, <laughs> pretty much. Per per movie? There's been 12, and there's 167 bodies. All right. Now, is, is this part- But Jason X, he wipes out like a whole space station, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. So, okay. So there's, you said there's there's 12 or 13? 12. 12. Is, is this part of that 12, or is this separate yes. from it? Uh-huh. Well, in the trivia, I said including this remake. Okay, but because like those are because you said this was like kind of a remake type. of Yeah, thing? it's a remake. So technically, one through eleven is canon. Okay, and this is fan fiction. This no, this is they're <laughs> just remaking it. Okay, yeah. Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film up, held up to its peers. The budget for this movie was $19 million. Give me your guess for its total worldwide gross. Oh boy! This this is again. This these are the people. These are the diehards. These are these are the uh, Hollywoods uh-huh. coming out to see this movie. Yep. I'm gonna go for forty eight. Okay. Is it nineteen? Nineteen. Uh, I'll, I'll go with sixty one again. In the U.S., this grows sixty five million. Oh! Wow. Overseas, this grows twenty six point three million, bringing its total worldwide gross to ninety one point three million dollars. Which means that's why the sequel. So. Are slashers more an American thing than any other country? Uh, I think so. Well, yeah. You know where it start originated, right? Asia, there's no slashers. French horror doesn't have slashers. It's not. It's more like bloody gore stuff. Like the idea of a slasher of like a guy wearing a mask. Yeah, it's mainly in American movies. Because okay. uh, like Spanish-speaking nations, mm-hmm. it's, it's like ghost stories. I know Asian, it's mainly ghost. It's predominantly ghost. Yeah. Ghosts and rituals. Yeah. Spirits. Okay. 
Europe, it's a lot of like gore, but it's not like a slasher element. Interesting. Well, slashers kind of were born from giallos. These Italian, like they predate Halloween and Black Christmas. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to get into a whole right. thing because <laughs> right. you don't care. Um, <laughs> this film debuted in first place on the weekend of February 13th, Friday the 13th, 2009, mm. with $40.5 million. Wow, that's like almost that's all That's a big opening, right? Yeah, but but he said it made 65 here, so yeah. it made way more. Than, wow, on yeah. the first weekend. Want to know what number three that week was? Yes. I have a special set of skills, oh. and I will find you, and I will he, hunt you. The guy, that he's just the bad okay, father. It's not that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that joke. Okay, this didn't beat it. It beat it, but Taken was already in theaters for four weeks at this point. Okay. So, according to Box Office Mojo, this movie is the seventh highest grossing film in the category horror slasher. Okay. Seventh. Number one That's is... Not bad. Yep. Number one is Scream. What? Number two is Scream 2. Oh, no. Can you guess what number three is? Scream, Scream 3. Scream 3. Wow. Freddy vs. Jason is number five. I forgot what four is. And this is seven. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is a scream scream made like? a lot of money, dude. I remember Scream was like the, one of the biggest movies was it in '97. Thing was, was oh yeah, was it was Star Power because horror sucked in the '90s. Or there were some good gems, but for the most part, horror sucked in the '90s. And Scream like reinvented horror and it brought like back slashers and stuff. That was Neville Campbell, right? All right. Finally, <laughs> this movie was the 57th, 52nd highest grossing film of 2009. Number one that year was Avatar. Last Airbender? No. Oh. <laughs> the Blue People Avatar. <laughs> I was just saying, you know. <laughs> All right. That's 2009's Friday the 13th, directed by Marcus Nispel. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. Next week... Giamatti's coming back. Oh, yes. I'm excited. But in a minor role. Yeah. Uh, usually he's in a minor role. He, right. He's only led. Shoot him up. Two movies. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's well, okay. not the lead. Uh, so sideways. Lady in the Water. Oh, my sideways. God. That yeah. needs to be on this yes. goddamn show. I know. I was Holy very disappointed Christ. with that. Oh, my God. Lady <laughs> in the Water. <laughs> We're doing Rock of Ages. Yes. It stars Tom Cruise, but... Um, Giamatti's in it. I haven't seen Rock of Ages. You said he's like his manager, yeah, his he's agent his manager. or something. Yes. A lot, a lot of star power in this movie. A lot yeah. of star power. Yeah, he's as slick and slimy as they come. Yeah. We've got Alec Baldwin. we got Russell Brand. Uh, Catherine Huff? No. Well, I know Douglas. Huff. Douglas is... Oh. Uh, oh. Catherine Zeta-Jones? Catherine Zeta-Jones. Uh-huh. Christina Huff, I think. Christina Huff. Yeah. <sighs> Why are we watching this? Just because? It's pretty good. Yeah. I remember what... We we put it on the schedule for some some reason, but I forgot why. Me too. Oh, I think you wanted to do a Tom Cruise movie. I think you wanted to oh, do a maybe musical. That's it. I think. It's, uh, I, oh yeah, it was that you wanted to do a musical? Oh, okay. And this this is, is this. All right. Spoiler alert. I love this. Movie. Oh okay. <laughs> so I gotta figure a way to tear this down then. No, we can have a bromance about it while, while okay. Hollywood tears it down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it has Giamatti, th- that at least buys you what twenty Rotten Tomato points. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, it, was, it was well because I, I, I like I like musical type of things. Uh huh. And this it has a lot of classic songs mm-hmm. weaved together in and made a storyline out of these classic songs. Uh-huh. And I, the way that it did it, maybe, maybe it's I, th- I think it might just be the music 
driving because it. it's like hair metal stuff, yes. right? Yeah, it's all like the, Bon Jovi all the, all the and all that stuff. Yeah, okay. Songs that I I generally enjoy. Okay, and they they man they manage to make a story around those hit songs. And yeah, it just it works good for me. Okay, cool. Mary J. Blige is in it too. Oh, nice. So a lot of Aerosmith? like you said, a lot of star power, huge star power. Not since New Year's Eve <laughs> have we seen this many stars in a movie, right? <laughs> That's uh, that's very true. No, I'm, I'm being serious. Yeah, like no, there was yeah. a lot of star power. Yes, in there New was Year's a lot Eve. of star power. <laughs> yes. Oh, by the way, next week <laughs> is episode number ninety-five. Oh yeah. We're five episodes away from episode one hundred. We're getting there. And episode one hundred is a movie I've been wanting to do since I don't know episode two of this <laughs> podcast. It's if if you know what the reference is in our show. Outside of Die Hard, it's right. the other movie we reference and talk about the most. Yo. Take that as a hint. So outside of our, oh, God. Oh, outside, God. Outside of our Die Hard yeah. uh, jokes, it's this movie we always reference. What, Duke? No. <laughs> so episode 100. We're debating on how we want to do it. We're yeah. either going to do a normal episode or we might do a live commentary where you press play. Here's another hint. I think it's still on Netflix. Oh, is that right? I think it's still on Netflix. If not, find it on my DVD collection. Uh-huh. Uh, also, my computer hard drives. Uh-huh. <laughs> and possibly a poster. Uh-huh. So uh, you can write to us via email or tweet at us what you think this movie is. For all you uh, spoilers, canon enthusiasts out there. Oh, so who excited. Are, who are adding to our Wikipedia page as we speak. <laughs> but uh, as we get closer to it, we'll we'll give you a little more hints. I'm trying to think of a very vague hint, but nothing. I can't do anything that's super vague right now. I, okay, I can give you one. Okay. The movie came out in the 90s. Okay. But I think based on the story and the technology, I think it was supposed to take place in the future. But not like future flying cars future. Right. But just a little down the road from the 90s where this can this can happen. I okay. think that's where it was going. I'll buy that. Okay, so t- go with that as yeah. you will. So, yeah, until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Mr. O. I'm Adam. I'm Adam.